0: On this 18th Thursday in Ordinary Time, let us pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. When Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood does not reveal this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly ordered his disciples to tell no one that he was the Messiah. From that time on Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer greatly from the elders, the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall ever happen to you. He turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an obstacle to me. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Like Peter in today's glimpses of the Gospel, we are capable of confessing our faith in Jesus, of helping others discover faith, and, at the same time, we can be a hindrance to Jesus because our thoughts aren't always those of God. Even though we believe that Jesus is the Son of God, we don't always think and feel as he does. We can be obstacles, and we can get carried away by our thoughts or those of others. Anybody can believe for the sake of believing. However, those who can truly believe like Jesus wishes are the ones who receive the gift from above, from the Father, and there aren't many of them. Peter is capable of everything, from receiving the most important revelation to turning into Satan because his thoughts aren't those of God. Everything happens in a matter of minutes. Has that ever happened to you? This happens to us on several occasions. When we receive something such as a gift, or we have an inspiration, We feel a desire to love and, unintentionally, we take possession of what we've received. We're very full of ourselves, but, from one moment to the next, we mess up, as if to prove that the work was not ours, but God the Father's through us. I believe our Father from Heaven allows us to mess things up so that we don't forget that everything that's good comes from Him and that we can never take possession of what isn't truly ours. How beautiful it is to be able to live like this, being always aware that he is the Father and Father of all, that the kingdom is his, not ours, that he is the one who must be sanctified and praised, that his will must be done and not ours. Peter clean forgot that he had received the gift. He didn't fully understand. He let himself be carried away by his thoughts, just like us, who don't like to suffer and, on top of that, pretend to have a God who hasn't endured suffering, who saved us in a different way. This is why I encourage you to ask yourself who Jesus is for you. Who's he really? Don't just nod your head. Put your heart into the answer. Rather, use both mind and heart to give the answer, because God gave them to us because he wants us to use them. We know children can make very good teachers. So today... It may be useful to ask ourselves what children often ask so naturally. What does it mean that Jesus died for me? Or better yet, let's allow him to ask us, Who am I to you? Who do you say that I am? We must know our faith in order to love it. We must know what it means to have faith. And we must love our faith in order to know it better. Jesus wants to know what people say about him and what his friends, his disciples, say about him. Jesus doesn't ask out a weakness or, as some say, because he didn't know who he was and needed other people's opinion. Nothing could be further from the Gospel. Jesus knew exactly who he was and what his mission was. This is why he asks that question to help his disciples and us today. Let's put ourselves in the Apostles' shoes. But who do you say that I am? Let's not give the answer that the Catechism would give. Let's not answer with a theological statement, no matter how true it may be. Don't give a childish answer. Don't use a set phrase. Let's put our whole heart and mind in the answer. Reason and the heart aren't enemies. They were both created by our Father. Sit down for a while to pray and ponder. Kneel down at the altar. Today, let's kneel before Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist for a moment. He dwells in the thousands of abandoned tabernacles and in all the masses that are celebrated. He dwells within those who suffer most. Kneel down and listen to what I ask you today. Who do you say that I am? Do you speak of me to others? How do you do it? May glimpses of the gospel help us to confess our sincere and touching faith in Jesus, our Lord and Saviour. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us always.